are in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It is one. It's the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome in everyone tuning in on uh, both Facebook and also on YouTube. Hello to the YouTube crowd. It's slowly catching on. It's like we're branching off into different countries in some ways. Um, As we pick up the new platforms, it is the John DePietro Show. And of course, we have the people that just enjoy listening, which is nothing wrong with that. Um, Enjoy listening, obviously, on the radio. It's AM 1380 on 99.9 FM. There is the uh, Twitter crowd as well as everybody uh, files in to get their news of the day. That's why we call it the live report. Now, we do have a lot of news, uh, actually, on this Tuesday, and it's kind of late-breaking. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. It's open. Of course it's open. They've been open since uh, Easter, before Easter. Everything available, annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, hanging impatience, pansies, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom, mulch are available for pickup and delivery. Mulch, dark pine, black, hemlock, crushed stone. Folks, full-scale nursery, everything you need to make your home a showstopper. Stop it and see them. Gift certificates are available. They're open seven days a week. Look for them on Facebook. Shop local. Shop often. It's PR, landscape materials, and garden center. Well, for our purposes, we're just going to treat it that it's Matt, the one doing it. Let's not let the truth get in the way there, Debbie. Um, I think Matt works with the father. To, well, you know, who knows? But here's what people know. People know Matt. So we're riding with Matt. That's the one I'm going to ride with until I hear differently. And folks, again, so the big news, Bishop Tobin, this is like a gift. <clears throat> Bishop Tobin. And again, good afternoon, everyone. It's 12.08 on this Tuesday. It is uh, May 24th. It's the John DePietro Show. It is one. I do have, on a very serious note, news on this missing woman. Uh, I think she lives in East Greenwich, but we're calling it Warwick, Staples Avenue. If you want the latest, and I have the latest on that. I mean the latest on it. So it's not your imagination. The the, uh, the, the news is nonstop. And I do apologize, folks. Um, I should have been out. You know, listen, uh, I should have been out in Newport last night. All right. I understand. Listen, you know, as much as you can't be everywhere, I should have been there. I was there this morning. Should have been there last night. Won't happen again. Uh, but anyhow, but the latest now, I think this is really interesting that uh, the Bishop of Providence, Bishop Tobin, <clears throat> is saying we're hearing reports. Alley's Donuts in North Kingstown is currently collecting funds for Planned Parenthood. If true, it's an unfortunate decision. Catholics and others concerned about protecting human life may want to buy their donuts elsewhere. I love Bishop Tobin for putting that out on Twitter. I love the fact that he's on Twitter, as a matter of fact. And I want to make sure I um, I want to make sure I share his tweet where the church is weighing in. And, you know, hey, listen, he's entitled to his opinion. Why isn't he entitled to his opinion? Some of these people. Huh? <clears throat> um. Uh, let's see. When is the protest? I can't wait. 
This is like a gift. Absolutely a gift. Another protest at Alley's. Anyone that has followed one, that, that famous Sunday. Um, that, but hey, listen, on Sundays, maybe a lot of people do go there to church. And you go to church and then stop at Alley's uh, for some donuts. Of course, you know, then you have the... Uh, uh, all these, you know, the the progressives. Oh, thanks for encouraging me to buy them and blah, 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 and everything else. But when you folks, there's only one. I mean, if this means that it is once again going to be a summer of Matt, um, I mean, that is just obviously like a gift to the program for those that are not familiar with our friends. Oh, here we go. You know, I, I don't fear losing customers. Nope. Um, I don't fear bad press. Obviously. I don't fear you know, any of the psychological stuff that could happen. Uh, I'm not worried. And if, you know, if Ali Zonas does go out of business because of, you know, us shutting down, right? <laughs> then you know, I'll find something else to do, I'm sure. Boy, that's encouraging. Now, I have heard, in all honesty, so I, I have heard that he is not doing it anymore. So, hey everybody! Hey, we everybody! Um, Matt here. Matt here. Um, Little walk down memory lane, rememory lane, as Kate would say. <clears throat> you know, we a lot of donuts today at twelve thirty. And we're actually and giving them away. Obviously, we can't make as many donuts as we used to. Um, and the parking lot's a little bit different. And we all have to stay, you know, so far away from each other and everything where. <laughs> Bring these back. Um, uh, Matt here. Matt here. They were actually giving the donuts away. He said we sold out of donuts at 1230. I was there. They were giving out free donuts. <clears throat> in a lot of donuts today at 1230. No, exchange and for a donation. Obviously, we can't make as many donuts. As we used to. Especially if you're giving them away for um, free. And the parking lot's a little bit different. Yeah, a lot of degenerates. And we all have to stay, you know, so far away from each other. You don't have to do that anymore. He is just something else. But listen, and then, folks, I had him, the only radio interview. Be quiet. The only radio interview that he did that was... Um, every single radio station, talk radio station, <laughs> to keep sending me phone calls. Because I'll tell you, I met a lot of cool people. Cool? Cool. Cool? cool. cool? Not cool. Cool people. I let <laughs> He's me. like Charlie Callis. I met a ton. Did an, we had a mat on for an hour on the radio show. Right. Last, it was, no, it was that two years ago. A completely opposite take June of all of the things of 2020. ever yeah. believed in my life. Yep. And I've seen the other side. Matt. And the more information you have, special better you are. Donut powder. Special sugar. Let's do that. For some reason, he can make donuts for two days straight. Let's talk about things. <laughs> you know, people in power, people with influence. Let's discuss how to fix things. People on drugs. Knowledge that they need to be fixed and not ignore it and not like pass blame back and forth and say, the ravings of a madman. Oh, my goodness, folks. He is back, which means I'm going to have to reprise my role as Matt. And then when they had the um, the veterans had the protest there. 
As a matter of fact. Ever since, you know, the message came out, obviously all of the people that I grew up with that either went into the Army or became a Marine. Uh, he would no longer offer the discount do you regret for the police like or military. No, because honestly, it's first off, six and stones, right? Everybody in the military is stronger than I am. It's an insult. He sided with BLM. You know, bringing up things like that. You know, my, my one of my dad's best friends was in Vietnam, and he, this was such a great protest. Sal, all the veterans out in front of alleys. But I'm asking, so you say you don't, you don't regret calling out the military, but why not? Everybody's thinking about it, right? You guys are out here. People will recognize you, and maybe they wouldn't have recognized you if it wasn't for me. Oh, we've always been recognized. They always. People in the military now. He's outside with the mask on. Today, that deal with sexism, that deal with racism. That. Ah. See, prayer works, folks. The power of prayer. But they can't speak up. They're forced to based on respect and being calm and making sure that they 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 go up the flagpole, right? They're they're going through the one of the all timers. And that's not just having people in the military. I got you guys cutting notice. It's not just I understand. It's having to everyone. But it's having to blacks, whites. It's having to poor and rich. It's having to everybody. Well, you know what? Power and influence. Not speaking up. Not supporting. He's outside with the mask on. Believe that. The veterans are getting recognition because of you right now. You don't really believe that, do you? Well, you're here right now, aren't you? You wouldn't be in my parking lot if it wasn't for me. Well, we've been a lot of... Yeah, but they're protesting. They're protesting, Matt. He never understood that. Well, you wouldn't be out here, would you? They were protesting. All right. <clears throat> so, folks, now, I will also say this. You know, people going after... Why, why isn't Bishop Tobin have, have an opinion? And for a lot of the trolls that are going after him on Twitter... Um, they're not the type that I went there, that famous, just, just to back up. And again, folks, good afternoon for everybody that is tuning in. It is 1216 on this Tuesday. You're listening to uh, the John DePietro show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program on this Tuesday, Ron's Pastry Gourmet is open right now. Right now. They are open. Now, the bad news is... Boy, Ron's made a killing after the whole alleys debacle, which I will walk down Remembry Lane in just a moment. Uh, but uh, Ron's Pastry Gourmet right now, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're off of Silver Spring Street next to AAA in Providence. And right now, you want to go, you're listening to the radio or watching on Facebook. Delicious calzones, delicious sausage and pepper, wimpy skimby, uh, sauce, um, spinach pies. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Pop it and see them today, plus the Trump 2024 donuts and the uh, Let's Go Brandon cupcakes. It's all at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 7 in the morning till 2 o'clock. Everything baked fresh. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. So just to rewind the clock for some of the newer people. Uh, that may be unfamiliar. Why Juan is so excited at the prospect that Matt from Alley's is back in the news. It is true. I've heard uh, our friend is right that um, I think Matt works there, but the uh, the family, the parents took it over. So, but, you know, you have to wonder anything that's a potential PR debacle. You got to wonder if Matt is involved with that again. So we're ideally going to find out, try to find out later. But just to back up, <clears throat> um, for those of you that may be newer people or don't fully remember, 
but it was, if you remember, it was Memorial, well, you'd remember this, Memorial Day weekend, Memorial Day night of 2020 was when George Floyd died in Minneapolis. That was that Memorial Day night. So then that week, that Friday night was the big protest at the Rhode Island State House. No, excuse me. Um, let's see. Let me, oh, now I'm getting my dates confused. Hold on. What's the timeline on this? That's not a good sign that I'm starting to, um, hold on. I know this. <laughs> Let's see. That was, Memorial Day was the 25th. Okay. Then it was the following. Yeah. That was the June 5th. All right. I have it right. So George Floyd died on the Monday night. And then, you know, there was different problems. That Saturday, May 30th, was the protest in Providence when, in fact, they, that now I have it correct, when they um, smashed the windows at the back of the Rhode Island State House. And then the Monday night, June 1st, was the riot in Providence at the Providence Space Mall. It started 1130, really into midnight, into June 2nd. So, so here's the timeline. Friday night, June 5th, was the big protest in Providence at the Rhode Island State House. In Providence at the State House, 10,000 people possibly, June 5th. And then at that protest was when a former reporter who's, who left the area did a very inflammatory interview with a Providence firefighter who was saying that they had guns drawn on him because he was because he was a person of color. So um, actually accelerated a riot. People could have been killed. Um, it, it got very dangerous after that. They, they put the person on live, completely unverified. The worst part of that interview was the reporter rubbing the back of the firefighter who was embellishing, telling half-truths, saying, I had guns drawn on me simply because I was black. And that, that you know, later we learned that number one, they weren't supposed to leave the firehouse. Number two, he was out in his car with a friend. And even though it totally violated COVID protocols because the friend could have spread COVID to him and then he could have spread COVID to all the firefighters. This is the the fire station in Silver Lake. What he left out of the equation was there had just been a robbery. Someone had a gun at the top of the street and they were in a red car and there were two people and suddenly... In front of the fire station, there was the red car. He left that out. Almost a riot. But it was that Saturday, that Saturday night, as a matter of fact, that Allie's Donuts on their social media, Saturday, June 6th, 2020, Allie's announced they would no longer honor the discount for police, military, first responders. So Sunday morning, June 7th, was when I went to Allie's thinking, all right, so we'll we'll talk to some of the people in line and blah, blah, blah. That was the first time we met Matt. And first time I had learned he was doing all these postings. And then instead of what I thought would be traditional Allie's people in line, it was the BLM crowd. People covered in tattoos, people covered, you know, and, and also like heavy set people with like really white pale legs. Uh, but the crowd was a BLM crowd in line, and it was it was very confrontational. 
If you've ever seen the video, I should actually reshare that because I was, you know, I I would um, we'd stop at Alley's Donuts sometimes when we'd be going down to the beach in the summertime, whether it was Bonnet or Green Hill. You know, way back if you lived in Rhode Island in the seventies, that was the way that then you had to get down to the beaches, and you'd, that's why they did so well in business. It was the only place. So I thought it was more like the traditional Rhode Islander instead of. The people in line were like, it was like a BLM protest. <clears throat> so anyhow, um, and then Matt continued. He just basically destroyed the place after that <laughs> because injecting these views. And they had to change all their policies, Alley's Donuts, Rhode Island Institution and everything else. So, uh, but I think the parents did have to come back in and start working with it. But here we go again. Um, you know, again, someone put, well, PVD Donuts. Yeah, PVD Donuts are in Providence. Alley's Donuts is in North Kingstown. So, you know, their business fell off dramatically after that. And just as they're letting things die down, boom, they flame it back up and say, we're going to give whatever, give donations or they're giving. I'll have to get to the full story of it. But, I mean, think of that. If they're giving, if Alley's Donuts, and I don't, I'll I'll obviously after the program, if they're... um, they're collecting funds for Planned Parenthood. That's it. Uh, we'll we'll get the full thing. I I don't. I mean, you would think they would have um, learned their lesson. Uh, he is just so full of full of it. I'll I'll get to that whole thing. Um. But anyhow, um, that is the situation with Alice. But I, I want to get to the several things. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm seeing right now someone, Kathy Gregg, is flagging that Channel 10 story. That, that is such a joke that they're saying that that John Marion is a uh, government watchdog, watchdog group. More like lookout for crime. Watchdog group. He's part of them. The whole census thing just infuriates me. But I'm going to get to that in in just a moment because I want to give you the latest on. I've learned a lot about the murder. Well, I don't want to say that the missing woman in Warwick. Um, This doesn't sound very promising for this poor woman. And uh, I'm going to tell you the timeline, get to the bottom of it. Um, This portion of the program, though, folks, on this Tuesday is brought to you by Jay's Appliance. Now, listen, right now, this is a great time to pop in and see them. Memorial Day is this weekend. Great time to buy appliances, grills, air conditioners, Jays, Broadway Appliance and TV. They have a great selection, Weber grills on display, air conditioners for windows or built-in walls for senior apartments or condos. Also a great selection on washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. Hurry down, see my friends, J, J apostrophe S Appliance. Easy to get to, you can park right at the front door. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, which is Route 5 in Smithfield. You're going to deal directly with the owner. Look for them on Facebook. And then their website is jsappliance.com. I just find, um, especially in this day and age, you know, it's interesting. Last night as I was going back to this Staples Avenue in Warwick where the missing woman was last seen. It's, you know what's interesting to me, folks, is I, you know, you see all these places like there's a subway and it's not even open. Subway sandwich used to be open till nine o'clock, 10 o'clock at least, eight o'clock, closed. And I already know the answer because they can't get the workers. There's so many businesses now. How many people listening right now on this Tuesday, um, they plan to go to lunch somewhere 
and then you you get there and they don't serve lunch on Tuesdays. And I mean, it's it's just endless. But anyway, you get to deal directly with the owners. It's Jay's Broadway Appliance and they'll match or beat any package deal. But especially I'd like you to stop in and give them some business, serve them, for, especially for air conditioners and grills. All right, folks, again, check out the website, petro.com. We have a lot on it. We have some updates coming on the website. Um, and it's brought to you by the Coincident, 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. So I want to zero in on uh, this situation in Warwick because it's not every day. It's right now. It's a mystery. And it's unfortunate. Uh, but this woman, Charlotte Lester, was last seen. I also want to credit the Warwick police. They have been they've just gone to another level with their communication. And as a member of the media that, you know, depends on that type of thing, I I just really, um, I really appreciate that because, you know, sometimes people will ask me as far as getting communication, the, the, the best really is, in fact, the Providence police. Cranston police are good, but Warwick police is, is right now like a close second, if not even closing in on uh, Providence would be tough to beat, but um but like Pawtucket's a joke, but just getting back to this missing woman and I, I did some stories on it over the weekend and then we were there at the scene. What I have learned and it seems to narrow down now also yesterday uh, we were the first I posted it on the Facebook page, which was yesterday afternoon police were at Kent Hospital and they removed her red truck. So she had that red truck and she was last seen at that home on Staples Avenue that I, um, uh, well, we did one after dark there. Actually, I was there yesterday morning. We were there yesterday afternoon after we got the footage of the truck. And the house was surrounded by war police and the house is a crime scene. So now listen, uh, I want to be sensitive here. But from, from what we know, and obviously, you know, you want to remain until something is official. Right now, Charlotte Lester is missing. But there are people that saw her near the crow's nest Monday night, 10 o'clock. And she was headed to that house on Staples Avenue, which is right up the road from there. So now, so that was Monday night around 10 o'clock. Tuesday morning, people that normally touch base with her in the morning didn't hear anything from her. So Tuesday, people are thinking, boy, that's odd. We haven't heard from her. Now, I have learned there is a woman. No, I won't say her name. I'll just use an initial right now. Her name begins with an M that is a person of interest here. So the people on the street told me they were familiar seeing her. People that were talking to her knew she was headed at this home on Staples Avenue. Um, so Tuesday, people don't hear from this woman, Charlotte Lester, who I believe lived in East Greenwich, but I think was somewhat transient, moving around, so to speak. So Wednesday, they find her dog is recovered on Elmwood Avenue, Cranston Warwick line. So Someone dropped, somehow her dog got over there. And then yesterday, her vehicle, that red truck, 
If you want to see a picture, I have it on both the Facebook page and the website, petro.com for those not on social media. It was towed away at um, from Kent Hospital. Now, I also want to point out, I know the person that was filming thought that there was possibly a body in the back of the truck. But nor- normally that if 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 they had in fact recovered a vehicle and there was a body there tr- most of the time the the normal course of action is the medical examiner comes out to the scene because the the person again I'm not knocking the person that filmed it but they were saying I think there's something back there there definitely could have been some evidence back there without question and therefore there was a tarp put over but uh, one of the things that would be an important in a case like this, and I'm not trying to sound like Colombo here, but but I just know from covering trials and my dealings with law enforcement would be, you know, a big part of this is cause of death. And if, in fact, they were towing a vehicle that had someone who was non-responsive in the back of it, um, when it comes to someone maybe being held accountable, the person could argue that. You know, the person was then being moved around. I I don't know. It just I have been at a crime scene where there is someone who is um, just as an example now, but like in Providence, shot and killed in the car. And I've been there. It was in only the last May when the medical examiner had a busy night. It was very slow to get over there. And while I was there and it was becoming a very volatile scene because the family members were showing up and the deceased was still just sitting behind the wheel of the vehicle. And they had to wait for the medical examiner to come and then remove the individual and then they tow the car out of there. So my point is, I, 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 they, the police also didn't announce that they found anything other than her vehicle, and it, it would certainly seem there could be some evidence there. So, but from what I understand, this is not, um, well, several things. I'm going to tell you some things that have not been reported as of yet. One is, it's my understanding that the owner of the home is has, was released by police. So that's number one. Number two, what could make this difficult is... It's it's my understanding that this is not what you would think is a um, a traditional household. Meaning, it's my understanding this home in Warwick has various people in and out of it that are rather transient in nature. So, therefore, the question becomes: you know, you don't know who was in the home, but it certainly seems to stem from. And again, I I um, have communicated with people that are connected with uh, Charlotte Lester, and um, and I know her brother has been posting some. Um, right, okay. Um, he just posted just a short time ago. Uh, the the vehicle's been located at Kent Hospital in Warwick, less than three miles from the house which they're conducting a search warrant at. The search for Charlotte continues. Asking for prayers, keep a lookout for Charlotte. Any leads, please contact the work police department. Or they also have a private investigator, by the way. So um, that is, you know, I, I feel for Mark that um, who I, I we, we know some mutual people. And I, I did show 
Well, we have this posted on the website. It was, it was she had a beautiful red Tacoma truck, and it was very distinct. And that is suddenly then I'll hold it up. But that was missing. Again, I have these pictures up on the website. So the timeline we're talking about was it was over the weekend when we first heard and they released the photo of her. And then um, and there's also I've also learned there's a reward for her. So a missing person. Warwick Police Department, uh, missing female, Charlotte Lester. So. Uh, may have been seen in the area. Well, now we've learned a little bit more. It, it really centers around that house. Now, again, that's, that's all I can tell you. But I have learned independently of that. Um, and if you have information that some people are, in fact, reaching out to me, I, I, people I know that have given me information are listening. And I keep it all confidential. And I'm not saying a word. I'm getting a lot of information. There's several ways to reach me. A very easy way is through Facebook Messenger or on the Facebook page right now. You just can type in message. No one sees uh, those messages except for Juan. So we will keep that. But this right now, this is a missing persons case. And that's the way we're going to uh, treat it that way. But there's something odd. Now, I I also want to point out, you know, it's there's there's just unknowns with this this particular situation. There's, there's just unknown. Something at this point, it certainly sounds, you, you know, you want to keep a positive attitude, but it certainly sounds as though when someone's been last seen last Monday night, not last night, last Monday night, um, you know, it's, it's definitely uh, um, something to be concerned about without question. And, and so, but, but, I also want to um, be very clear that we're we're going to wait until this official word from the Warwick police. But it, I I will tell you it it sure sounds uh, that this is not the easiest situation. Uh, at least it seems right now. Um, and and we're going to withhold judgment I, again. I've heard that there is um, a female of interest. And the police may have already spoken to this individual. They may not have spoken to the individual. Um, I am going to be working it later. We have this and now we have the alley story. But this is uh, this remains a, a missing persons case. That's what it is right now. So her photo was up that we posted. And folks, it's um, it's also so important now, I believe. And again, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, everyone at 1236, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. Because it's, um, it's remarkable to me, not surprising, but the amount of people that are just not watching television anymore. Um, and so therefore, more and more of you, and I appreciate that, uh, go to social media, know when there's breaking news, we're going to be there. And um, and that's why we continue to do it. And and we are, you know, yesterday, just to toot our horn, we were the first ones with the the, the truck at Kent Hospital. Um, then Channel 10 saw our post and they took it. And then Channel 12 saw our post and they took it. And I've learned that the reason that someone spotted the truck was that they saw our Facebook Live. And I was holding up the pictures of the truck. So... You know, it, it is what it is. I don't mind that if that's the way it's going to go. If that's the role that we have been assigned, then then so be it, folks. Um, and we certainly appreciate all the support on Facebook. You can send stars. You know, it's also I'm, I'm very happy. We need one more 
uh, monthly subscriber on the face, Facebook page. And then we hit our monthly. Facebook gives you different dynamics and um, metrics you have to hit each month. So it's just the nature of it. But this portion of the program is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. Free estimate. Now, listen, right now on this Tuesday, you know what's a good investment in your home? A new paved, beautifully paved driveway. Call J. Perry Paving today, 401 732 Free quote, 401 732 J. Perry Paving. Residential asphalt driveway, licensed and insured contracting company. No matter how big or how small, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, J. Perry Paving can do it all. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. Call them for a free quote, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry and its paving. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought by the Senadale Revival. Shane, they're going to be ringing in Memorial Day all weekend long. Senadale Revival. Comfort Food Cocktails. I was there just the other night on a Friday night, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. It's the Centerdale Revival, winner of several Rhode Island Monthly Awards. So on this uh, Tuesday, now, by the way, this is a big primary day in Georgia. In just a moment, I'm going to play the, um, the th- this is a big primary day in Georgia. When you have Mike Pence, former Vice President Mike Pence, who I, I just don't think I could support him for president. Um, I thought he was okay in the role as vice president for President Trump, but he had a rally for one candidate for governor of Georgia and President Trump had a rally for another one. So I I don't know how that is going to turn out, Um, but I I don't know. There's nothing against the vice president, but and I've communicated with some of his people. I, I just, you know, I just don't think he's my. I don't just get the vibe. I don't think he's my type of uh, individual. It doesn't mean, you know, I, I just, um, I mean, I. It, it's so early, folks. And we have to wait and see how everything uh, pans out. But you, you just, you know, this could come down to um, a pretty bruising primary, possibly, in 2024 between President Trump. I'm still going to call and and uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And it's my understanding they have no intention of running together, that there's actually there's bad blood between the two camps. That's what I've heard. So it would be nice if they ran together. Um, But that's and I know people have suggested they should run together, but that's impossible if, in fact, uh, and that's what I've heard. There's bad blood between the camps. So, but again, you know what the good news is? We don't have to decide right now. This is May of 2022. Last time I checked. We have all of this year, the midterms. And then, but you know what? Next, next year at this time, you're going to start, next spring, you're going to start to see Republicans up on stage for the nomination. Because next August is the Iowa straw poll. You know, they said now, I I don't know, the Iowa being stripped of that, but they start doing things in the summertime. Um, Obviously, no voting now until later on. Uh, The Democrats are pulling out of Iowa. I'm not convinced the Republicans are. I don't like the idea of the caucus thing anyway. I've never liked that. Iowa does a caucus. Nevada does a caucus. I, I, you know, and I don't know what's going to happen with the New Hampshire primary either. Um. But I, um, I, I don't, I've never liked the idea of the caucus. You have to go meet with groups of people, blah, blah, blah. 
I don't know. There's just something about that. It, you know, privacy of the of the used to be the privacy of the ballot box. Now, folks in Rhode Island, obviously, we don't have that situation. And I played this and I want to play it again. And I want to repeat for people what happened with the Rhode Island census. It's disgraceful. And there's a lot of different layers to it. And I thought John Lugo, if you missed it yesterday, he's running for lieutenant governor. He's speaking out. Uh, I'm disappointed different things weren't pointed out. And this is not, by the way, this is not a criticism of Brian Crandall of NBC10 and the I-Team. Um, I like Brian Crandall. And I certainly have some friends at NBC10. But uh, I just think there's some things left out. There are some things left out. Now, I can, you know, someone can say, well, that's your opinion. And then it is. But I just think there are some things that they could hit on more, such as... You know, I I think they should have highlighted more that the Wall Street Journal called our census very plainly. Who rigged the census? Um, That that John Marion, that guy, it it is unimaginable to me that that people are still interviewing him and calling him the common cause of their government watchdog. It's that's he's in with them. And in his excuse for what he thinks happened. um, No. I, the, the most, there were several things to this. Number one, James DeOsa, the former mayor of Central Falls, his statement was basically saying, hey, listen, I did it and I do it again and I don't care because we needed to save that, that congressional seat. And I also want to be very clear with you. This is not, I'm not going to allow people to try to make this a debate on whether or not we should have two congressional seats. It's not about that. Because someone said to me, I can't believe you're making a big deal about this because I thought you wanted Funga Lansing for Congress. You know, that's not the point. Number one, obviously, I do. Langevin is the L stands for, you know, well, actually, it, Langevin is useless. But you're missing the larger point. If they can commit fraud with the census numbers, 55,000 is not a small number. If they can commit fraud with that under the guise of, we had to do what we had to do, right, in order to save the seat, in order to, quote, preserve democracy. If that's the attitude and that's the mindset, there is nothing to stop them from rigging an election. And no one will hit on that. That's number one. Number two, the co-chair of, do you understand the high level nature of this? They were appointed by Governor Raimondo. They were, you know, Diosa, who's like a lightweight yes man. He was put on it. Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott was co-chair. Here's a fair question that was not mentioned in this Channel 10 report. If she was that wrong on the census numbers, her body of work, she's a co-chair. If she was that wrong, why should we think her COVID numbers were accurate? No one is mentioning that, which I don't understand why. That should be for she's getting a free pass from the media. I already know the answer. I know that she's a media darling. Ridiculous. Totally overrated. That she's a creation of Ramundo. Notice she's still unemployed. She never got better in those COVID briefings. Everything was about equity. Her policies, she, because of her stewardship, Rhode Island was always in trouble. But what's also, it's so telling, there's no one saying we need to get to the bottom of this. There's no one saying this is unacceptable. We need to get this stuff right. It's like, oh, well. Someone's in the parking lot. They just stole from the store and they're driving away. That's what's going on. And that John Marion, I think he coached them through it.
he was so quick to be like, oh, can't do anything till 2030. Good luck. See ya. You know, like Andy Cohen. See ya. Sayonara, sucker. I mean, that that's the attitude. <clears throat> but it's my contention. You don't turn that off. If they're willing to do that, that kind of conspiracy on a large scale, they committed large scale fraud. If they're willing to do that under the guise of we had to do it and this is about Trump and this is about preserving democracy and blah, blah, blah. Therefore, thereby, yeah, but that's why we had, you know, the next thing is that's why we had to make sure Nellie won the uh, the election for governor. That's why, you know, we couldn't afford to send a Republican down for Congress. So that's why we had to rig the congressional election for Sid Mag- uh, Seth Magaziner, and we do it again. I mean, that's the mindset, right? Like I told you, the man arrested, he's got a loaf of bread. He's like, my family is starving, and I have to feed my family. And I did I steal a loaf of bread? I did, and I do it again, right? Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You're damn right I did. It's a valuable tool. And if I had to do it all over again, I'd, I mean, that's that's their attitude. That's not what's coming across to the media. I can't. John John Marion is blaming URI students and children that are of divorced parents. Boy, they, there's a nice target for you. So I want to give credit. Um, the, the one thing I wish with our friend Susie Yankee, who's the chairwoman of the Rhode Island Republican Party, um, not that she's ever asked. But if I were ever going to give her an advice, she's very reactionary, right? You ask the question, and then I'll answer the question. Why didn't you say this? Well, they didn't ask me that. Why didn't you say that? Well, they didn't ask me that. You know, very reactionary. I believe it should be, all right, before you ask me anything, is that thing rolling? Here's what I have to say about it. Boom, boom, boom. Now, what do you want to ask me? And many times, if it's a good quote, they'll go with that. But you can't be in the situation of, why didn't you mention Dr. Scott? Well, they didn't ask me that. Why didn't you ask mention no one will have confidence in the election? Well, they didn't ask me that. Why didn't you mention that ultimately this falls on Nellie Gorbea, who's running the blanking election? Well, they didn't ask me that. Why didn't you mention that Diosa, who's the co-chair, wants to be general treasurer? And he was off by 55,000 votes. I think I know what you're going to say. They didn't ask me that. Don't be so reactionary. You know, this is a perfect example. You know, they want to say, if you mention election fraud, you're, you're touting the big lie. If you mention things aren't up and up with the elections, oh, you know, you're how dare you. It's an attack on voting rights. The highest levels of Rhode Island government, to quote the Wall Street Journal, rigged the census. Period. End of story. And what's also remarkable, and we talked about this yesterday, this, this has Ramundo's fingerprints all over it. Because it was right at the threshold. If it was a little bit higher... It could trigger an investigation. They were right there. So I have heard that Ramundo kicked it down. That I heard it was way over. Like 55,000 over? No, it was like way over. 
And then because Raimondo, Commerce Secretary, uh, who's in charge of the U.S. Census, kicked it down. So it was 55,000 over, but it was right below the threshold of where you had to be. Otherwise, boom, it like, you know, sometimes, and I mentioned this in in various things, there's, there's something put into the system that, that triggers, you know, like a, like a warning sign, right? But like just like we talked about, if you go into a bank and withdraw 10,000, boom, that, that, that causes, they, that raises a red flag. You go to a bank and withdraw at 9,500, you're fine. So, all right, this is the, uh, the Channel 10 report. And again, nothing against Brian Crandall. I could certainly do without that John Marion of common fraud. Uh, I, I think it's a joke. They were cheating. They meant to cheat. And I just can't. I don't think it's over yet, but I can't stand the thought of these people getting away with this. That ranks third highest in the country. Oh, hold on. My fault. Here we go. Overcount and leaving some critics to wonder what was going on. But those involved are defending their work. Oh, yeah. Accounting controversy two years after the fact. And now questions as to how Rhode Island was significantly overcounted, according to a new estimate from the Census Bureau itself. Oh, we would not have been doing anything that wasn't above board. Oh, okay. Henrietta Whiteholder heads higher international in Providence, one of a bunch of community social service organizations that yeah, encourage we people in underserved areas to fill out their census forms. They had census takers at high-demand food distribution events during COVID. So there was no way we could be double counting anybody. Right. You know, we needed to get this line moving really fast. I'm not celebrating the fact that we overcounted by 55,000 people because I believe most Americans in the country want a system to be fair. Rhode Island Republican Party head Susie Yankee supports census outreach efforts but questions some tactics used by groups hoping to get more people counted. Like one organizer who told the Boston Globe last year he handed out some $20 bills. Incentivizing people and they come in they get $20 or a gift card. Thousands. They're not thinking, uh, oh, somebody, I already did this. By all accounts, it's the Census Bureau that's supposed to check for duplicates. So when you incentivize people to fill it out and you overwhelm census workers, they could not differentiate. Well, what would you say to people who think there was something suspicious His happening on the John Marion's outreach efforts? The liar. Most states did outreach efforts. Ours were pretty run-of-the-mill. John Marion, watchdog group Common Cause Rhode Paying Island, illegal? was on the state committee tasked with getting people counted. He and other experts say reasons for overcounts can include children listed by more than one parent, college students counted at home and at school, and people with second homes filling out a form at each address. And there's nothing nefarious about it. Yes, there was. And meanwhile, former Central Falls Mayor James Diosa, who is a co-chair of that Rhode Island Complete Count Group, defends their work, telling me they just tried to be innovative in getting people to trust the census process. Secretary of State Nellie Gorbea's gubernatorial campaign replied to our request for comment from her, blaming then-President Donald Trump for any issues. Meanwhile, Massachusetts was also estimated to have been overcounted by 2%. Yeah, they have a lot more people in mass, okay? They have a lot more people in mass. So the fact of the matter is, and, and, and Diosa taking the victory lap, even though they were over on the count, uh, that, that speaks volumes. Instead of how come, and folks, at 1253, it's very simple. How come they're not saying, you know, we need to get to the bottom of this? How come they're not saying we need to check our work? Why, why aren't they saying, oh, no, 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 we went through that. No, it's not off 55,000. Right? I, no way. 
I'm going to come back to, let's just say, you know, the, the grocery store. It's not the best analogy, but it's an analogy. When I worked at IGA, Governor Francis, at the end of your shift, you'd have to count out your draw. And you'd have, here's, here's how much you rang into your register. And then the money would all match up. And again, sometimes people would be, you know, generally like under a dollar giving change. Sometimes maybe you give a quarter and it should have been a nickel or whatever it may be. Um, and you'd be short a little bit, sometimes over. But, you know, normally, and then you'd have to log that you were whatever the hell it was, you know, a buck off, 50 cents off. If you're working a register for six hours and then when you do it at the end and you're just like a, a little bit off, dollar seventy five something. And I mean, that's within the bounds of reason acceptable. But they're not even saying we need to redo things. Right. I want to stay with that analogy. If someone said, hey, you're you know, your registers off fifty five bucks. That's a big mistake that was made. Then you start to go through it. How about you were off fifty five thousand? Their their lack of curiosity is what I find uh, very telling. No interest to try to find out where this thing went sideways. You know. Also, Alorza said, "Well, we heard it's on the census end." Well, they didn't say that publicly, so I don't know where he's getting that information. Um, the fact of the matter is, and where where John Marion of Common Cause, I find. To be, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't even say I don't know him that well. I don't know him. I knew the person that was in that job, Phil West. I don't know John Marion. I don't even remember. I think in the past, maybe I, I've reached out to him and he wasn't responsive, what have you. Um, but the fact to me at this point, he's just like running cover. And for him to be even out there as government watchdog, I, which I, but for them to deny the obvious, Right, which is they they had motivation to rig the census, and their motivation was the state was in danger of losing the a, a congressional seat. Um, that's just the way it goes. There are people that are moving to other parts of the country, so I, I want to be very clear. I mean, I, I don't want to see the state lose any money, but. Why, I repeat, why should we be so confident? Why should we be confident at all that the same people that I believe it was rigged? Absolutely it was. They had their motivation. If we don't do this, we're going to lose the seat. And then it's going to go to a place like Florida or Texas or South Carolina. Therefore, it'll probably be a Republican seat. Democrat Party has a better chance holding on to it. So therefore, you know, ends justify the means. As I've told you, you always have to be careful when you're dealing with people in that position of authority. Ends justify the means. Very, very dangerous. And that's their mentality. Right. We, we you know, it's there's a bunch of examples of it. We need to burn the village to save the village. We ha- Listen, if we have to cut some corners, Diosa had it best. Hey. I make no apologies. I was giving my marching orders by Dr. Scott, Governor Mundo. I did what I had to do to make sure there was nothing more important than us retaining that seat. If we had to fudge the numbers, then we fudge the numbers. I just say, once you, you know, let the toothpaste out of the tube, good luck trying to get the trust of the public back. And there should be an investigation on this. The silence of Governor McKee, I also find... Very interesting. 
So do I think at one high level, I think it was a local operation. And uh, with John Marion holding the hand through it. And then I wonder what type of communication Ramundo knew about this. So, um, and for instance, you know, she's very tight with Seth Magaziner. So can you imagine if he had announced he's running for Congress and then the whole thing was flipped and suddenly we don't have two seats? The fact that he felt comfortable enough that the state would hold on to two seats, I find that pretty interesting. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by R.E. Kogan Heating. It's Kogi. Folks, call them today, 401-732-6562. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. It's Kogs. Remember what Kogs says. Let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan Heating. Plumbing, this time of year, cooling, not heating, and also hot water tanks. Call them right now. If you're having a problem with your cooling system, call Coogan Heating and, you know, cooling and heating, 401-732-6562. And or if you're having a plumbing problem or perhaps your um, also your hot water tank gave out, call Coogan Heating today, 401 732 6562. It's Kogi. It's R.E. Coogan Heating. So, folks, that is um, the latest. Now, right now, it's 1259. We are going to uh, get a news update in the one o'clock news. It's the power hours next hour. I still have a lot more to go through. Moron. I think it's interesting with Bishop Tobin throwing down the gauntlet against Matt at Alley's. Moron, this Warwick mystery. The woman is still missing. Charlotte Lester. Uh, That was a bad hotel fire last night in Newport. And then now the latest, though, I'll tell you, the Biden uh, presidency just continues to crumble. And then I also want to tell you about something that's coming up at the the end of the week. So those that are watching on Facebook or YouTube or what have you, next hour is radio only, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Or you can listen online at the website, dipetro.com. We're back on the other side after the power, after the one o'clock news on the John DePietro Show.